looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. This brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift sets. But also let's not forget large orders for party favours by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends ya. Also, little side note, please feel free to check out Little Bean Soapery out in person at the upcoming Monster Mania Outdoor Little Mall of Horrors. May 22nd and 23rd in Oaks, PA, as they will be bringing some themed items, including cauldron bombs, brain scrubs, jiggle soap, and bombed cold process soaps.
Hi, I'm Summer. I'm Danielle. This is Jamie. And it's Justin. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Crazy Train, Train Radio. Radio. <laughs> your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. Greetings, listeners. So tonight we're doing things a little differently. I'm driving the train tonight. I threw Jonathan in the back. He's pottering around somewhere, so I'm bringing the crack. For those of you that do not know crack... I am ask- I'm not asking for drugs. Crack is slang uh, for story or news or fun. So when you hear me say, what's the crack? I am literally saying, what's up? I am not asking for drugs. I just wanted to clarify that. So in conclusion, um, Jonathan's been kidnapped from the station, so it's all up to me. So enough pre shenanigans. Tonight, uh, we don't have one guest, but tonight we actually have four guests lovely guests I must say and it's actually the first time that I am getting to talk to three of them in person so I'm super excited and because I'm quirky I decided to do a pajama podcast Uh, not because I'm lazy and not that I need an excuse to wear my own pajamas so I decided to make this my own thing so without further ado I'd like to introduce uh, my acting friends fellow actors and co-stars Justin P. Warren, Jamie Maxwell, Summer Flynn, and Danielle Endury. Did I say that right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. What's the crack? <laughs> <laughs> it's really great to meet you three that I've never talked to before. <laughs> yeah, I know we've talked back and forth on uh, yeah. social media, but never like in person. So it is kind of nice. Yeah, it's nice to see everybody's faces. Nice it is. Nice to meet everybody. And we have a special appearance. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, duck made it. Can I get Duck in there? The famous Duck. Okay. Famous duck. I never got to meet the Duck in person, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we've all met him in our Christmas cards. Yeah. Um, yes. And you can thank Remy for that. It was his idea. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You better watch out. He's going to get top billing over you, Justin. <laughs> I'll take that. So you guys, specifically, you all know while you're all here, and I didn't really mention in the introduction because I felt like you guys could get to talk about yourselves depending on how time goes, but the reason we are all here tonight is our, um, I want to say, our mutual bond or, I don't know, what would you call it, our journey together on a certain project called Crave Roots of Evil. And... um, yeah, so uh, without further ado, I think we should just jump straight into this uh, project. And I don't know who I can name this question at, but um, I would like to know about the plot of this movie. So who who can tell us the best or who wants to tell the listeners what is this movie about? Well, I mean, I can start. So this is Jamie. So um, when Remy approached me about this movie, uh, his first thing that he told me was, think Men in Black, um, but with women. (laughs) And um, what was the other thing? I think he said Critters, right? 
And um, those are the two that he came to me with. And I was like, okay, so a bunch of women in suits walking around killing aliens. And he's like, even better. So they're going to be badass, sexy women in these sexy clothes. And um, yeah, saving the world from aliens. And the premise of the movie is there is a carnivorous what is it? It's an alien species that puts a, sends a virus to earth and it's basically plants come to life in these vines and they attack people. And here comes the badass women in black saving the world and kicking butt and doing a lot of awesome things, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's... else is chirping? No, Jamie hit the nail on the head. Um, it's got a little bit of something for everybody. Um, of course, obviously gorgeous women, which no one complains about. Uh, <laughs> we've got, uh, tons of action, lots of horror, um, lots of humor, uh, kind of like, you know, Shaun of the Dead. Um, and as a, as, uh, Jamie already said, like the critters kind of vibe. So, um, I think any of, uh, our audience is going to find something they really, really like in this. Awesome. So uh, to start with Justin, how did you get involved in this project? Uh, back in December of 17, I think it was, I met Remy the first time. A couple weeks later, he asked me to do his film. Well, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. You hear that a lot, right? year and a half later, he calls me up. Hey, I'm doing this film. We want you to play a talk show host. I'm like, don't say no more. I'm in. You're directing it. You're writing it. I'm in. So uh, that was pretty much how it happened. I started getting in shape, getting ready to, you know, do this thing. Well, then COVID hits. So we put it on the back burner. I quit working out, quit eating right. <laughs> I get the call from Danielle. Hey, uh, we're going to start filming again. Okay, I'm uh, bringing the dad bod. <laughs> Muscles gone, not in shape, not sexy at all. So it's kind of a, a flip. Normally it's the women are the hot ones. I am so unhot with this. It's perfect. Justin, beach bod is out, dad bod is in, okay? That's right. <laughs> Called a father okay. figure. <laughs> so, I, I guess we'll we see what happens, off. though. <laughs> We can move across the screen. I guess we can go to uh, Jamie next on my screen. So Jamie, how did you get involved in the project? Okay, so way, way back when I was 24, which was 12 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh -oh. Remy actually, well, I didn't know Remy at the time, but I had, I was looking, um, I was getting into acting and looking at independent films. I was in acting classes and I actually saw an ad where he had a casting call and it was for a movie called trace, which ended up being pray for me, but, um, did the audition. He cast me in the movie. We did that movie and we've been friends ever since. And we've done little things here and there. Um, a few movies he's produced on, he's pulled me in on. And then what was it? Like Justin said, a couple years ago, he um, called me one night. I remember because I was pregnant and he called me and was like, I want you to be this badass 
kick butt female hero in my movie. And I'm like sitting there with this giant belly, right? And I'm like, when? <laughs> and he's like, as soon as you give birth to this baby. <laughs> I was like, um, uh, sure, Remy, you have a lot of faith in me to be getting, <laughs> to be able to do that after having a baby. And so, um, he told me about what he wanted it to be. He told me he wanted me to be one of the leads, which I was obviously thrilled. I was like, absolutely. I love that you believe in me. He's always believed in me. He's always been one of my huge, like biggest supporters. And so when he asked me to do this, I knew that I couldn't turn it down. And he started telling me, you know, about, he would call me like every day and tell me more about the scenes that he was writing and more about the storyline and more about the plot and all of these ideas. Cause if, when you, everybody that knows Remy knows that he can tell amazing stories. I mean, he has, I don't know what goes on in his head. I don't know if I want to know what's going on in his head, to be honest, <laughs> but Daniel probably knows a lot more of what's oh. going on. <laughs> yes, I can tell some stories. <laughs> but he comes up with the most interesting, intricate storylines that I've like, and just right off the top of his head, things that I would never even think of. And I was so excited, you know, to be a part of it. And then of course, you know, Corona happened, the, the COVID-19 and I was so happy because I wasn't in shape yet. <laughs> I was like, you want me to wear a leotard in this movie? Um, <laughs> I have about 30 pounds I need to lose still. So, um, for me, that was a good thing. Maybe for Justin, it wasn't, it had the opposite effect but for me. <laughs> I was able to take that time to get in shape and really put in the work, you know, to be ready to film. And so that's pretty much, you know, how I got involved in everything. That's awesome. And I was moving on to my friend who I actually know out of the rest of you more so, uh, my friend Summer. How did you get involved in this project? Because of you. <laughs> like That's literally how it happened. Elena and I have been friends for a few years, real close. We got real close real fast and we used to um, talk to each other via FaceTime while I was working out at the gym and she would give me inspiration <laughs> to keep going. Like, I really want to quit. And she goes, don't quit. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> but she messaged me one day about this movie and says, we should do this together. And I'm like, I don't know if I can get the time off work. So I went to my boss and I said, can I take off for like three days? Cause I had no more allotted time off and it's for this, not just because. And they said, let's discuss it with the management group. And they said, that sounds very exciting. You have to do it. And thankfully for my job, I was able to take time off and, and, uh, and do it and meet Remy and, not you guys, unfortunately, but some other really cool cast members and have a great adventure with Elena. Yeah, it was such a great adventure. I'm so thankful for this experience. And I got to agree with everything that Jamie said about Remy and his storytelling because he would tell us like real life, beautiful stories about his family, but he would tell them in such a way that they were hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was like, Amazing, just like you said. And uh, last, but last, uh, last but not least, Danielle. <laughs> it's like, how did you get involved in this project? Oh, my goodness. Well, much like Jamie, um, 
my involvement with a lot of the projects that uh, Remy has worked on uh, pretty much began, um, well, at the point that I became involved with um, knowing him and working with him, it was in uh, a film called Pray For Me. And uh, at the time, I was doing a lot of modeling and uh, being in a horror movie was on my to-do list, uh, my bucket list kind of thing. And so um, he contacted me one day out of the blue and said, hey, I, I want to know if you can come to Dallas and film with me. And uh, of course, I was like, yes, automatically. What am I going to be doing? And uh, he's like, well, I think it might be you're going to play a dead body, but we'll work it out. And I was like, eh, that's not really what I had in mind. I kind of wanted like the pretty blonde that like falls on the stairs when she's supposed to be running out the front door. But <laughs> cool, whatever, I'll work with it. And um, that ended up starting out. It, it, my role actually ended up being a lot better in the film. I got to play like this hippie girl. But um, that launched a relationship between me and Remy. Um, so over time that developed, um, we actually have two children together um, that are probably the stars of several of the stories you guys have heard. And so <laughs> when he decided to create Crave, uh, you know, he would bounce ideas off of me and say, you know, what do you think? And, you know, should I really go for this? And um, of course, you know, I'm always going to be his biggest champion. So um, definitely. And then um, my role in the film kind of grew from there. Um, originally, it was going to be, you know, maybe just whatever. I didn't really care um, where my role actually fell. And then um, over time, it developed where I was like, you know, I don't really like how this is getting uh, managed and the communication. I, I could do better. So let me step in. And I ended up taking over to do um, like executive producer and um, managed to try my hat at uh, writing a few scenes. And so uh, my IMDb is getting much more interesting. And um of course, I'll be on the set as a helicopter mom when our children finally do appear. And uh, Crave has definitely been uh, a labor of love for all of us. Um, and I'm just so, so excited and proud of how it is turning out for, like I said, basically all of us, because in my mind, we're all just a family. That is so lovely. I'm so excited too. And I'm like, I'm looking over my questions because I don't want to give anything away because I know certain things and I don't want to have any spoilers. But um, is it fair to ask, uh, how did you prepare for your roles? Is that like okay to ask? Does that I give anything away? No. Okay, right. We'll start at um, Jamie. Okay, so <laughs> like I said, I was not in shape. So I just started working out and Remy was like, okay, do you have any martial arts experience? Because Remy is all into martial arts. He can do everything. And I was like, have you met me? Have you known me for this long? Like I have zero. I can't, what do you mean a high kick? Right? And so he's like, yeah, we need to fix that. So at first he sent me all these YouTube videos of like stretches and trying to get me more flexible. And <laughs> I was like, I need more. <laughs> I was like, this isn't going to work. And he's like, I know I have something lined up. And so he actually got me, um, and we're doing it virtual because of COVID. Um, but we're act I actually am doing kickboxing classes and as best as we can do, <laughs> as best as we can do through COVID. Um, and I just think it's so much fun. I've never done, I think I did, you know what? I take that back. I did munchkin judo 
when I was like <laughs> eight years old. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I still have the pink shirt that says Munchkin Judo, Penfield, New York in my closet. <laughs> but, um, but that didn't count because I don't remember any of that. So it's been really nice to actually see a different side of myself, I think, because the other roles I've played didn't involve anything like this. I've never had to fight on screen and I didn't want to look like an amateur. So it's really been just a lot of practice and stretching, to be honest. <laughs> I can totally relate to that because it was just coincidence that when I got offered my role, I was doing kickboxing uh, as well. So in my scenes, I, I felt the exact same way. <laughs> it's like I couldn't stretch. I'm sure it looked crazy but yeah <laughs> it was an experience to say the least it is uh, and I feel like it's been nice because now I feel like I can defend myself yes huge plus <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure does anybody else well I know Summer does so Summer besides the gym is there anything else to, to, to prepare for the your scenes um yeah well I did like Jamie I did start hitting the gym extra hard <laughs> because I wanted to lose like 30 pounds. I only lost 10, <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't given a lot of information beforehand. And then when we got there, um, Remy said that we want you to mostly improv with Elena. So I'm like, okay, at least I have a good partner who I'm comfortable with. However, I suck at improv like really bad, really bad. So Elena and I, we just talked it over a little bit. Um, while we were waiting um, for our scenes to come up and discussed a few ideas and Remy helped us come up with some ideas as well um, being the great director that he was and is and yeah it was just very spur of the moment on on prep so I hope it's okay I hope it came out okay <laughs> Remy loves improv and that is one of the things he loves and if I had known that this was going to be more improv, uh, all improv, basically, <laughs> I, I, I would have got with my friend Peter Spellos, who's an improv coach in Indianapolis out here, and I would have hooked up with him and said, help, help me, <laughs> please help, <laughs> please help me, <laughs> um, but I didn't, and so I just did my best. <laughs> You did great. Thank you. No, Elena and I had fun in our scene together, and it's all because of her, you know, putting oh, my nerves at ease. Aw, shucks. No. <laughs> and Justin, how did you prepare for your role? Um, I got to say, this was probably the easiest film for me to ever work on. <laughs> Remy gave me my sides, my two or three scenes, which was the original setup, two or three scenes. And the day before, Hey, we got six or seven more for you. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. So everything was pretty much with uh, Sean C. Phillips. Um, I play a radio talk show host. He's my brother. So we had our lines and we just started feeding off each other. So we had a one day prep between us to get comfortable. So once we went improv, we ran with it. Uh, I think everything we did, but one line, I can't say it. It was with Jamie is going to get cut. She knows what it was, but everything else I think they're keeping. So you have to see what happens in the movie on that one. And it's yeah. legendary. <laughs> Danielle, are you actually? Justin, Justin's actually being pretty modest. He's yes. getting a writing credit for all that improv. 
so awesome. he did amazing. And Danielle, are you actually on screen or are you just behind the scenes? Um, as far as I know, um, once we actually finalize a few more things, I will actually have uh, some stuff to do on screen. Uh, but at the moment, my hats are switching out with things behind the scenes as far as, um, you know, working with the talent, uh, working on the script. Um, oh, goodness. Finalizing advertising, uh, negotiating for distribution. So it's a little bit of everything, which is pretty cool, actually, I got to say. That sounds it's been pretty a lot cool. Of fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. You are preparing for a different kind of role to us, which is just as important, and if not, 10 times more difficult, in my opinion. <laughs> so hats off to you, Danielle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that actually coincides in my next question. I literally had written down, Danielle, how are you finding behind the scenes? <laughs> well, actually, um, you know, a lot of people that I had talked to that had worked on other movies because uh, I, I would reach out bef right before I took the plunge in to say, let me take over as basically like the the main um, one of our producers. Um, you know, and a lot of people were like, it's really difficult. And, you know, you have to make everybody happy. And you've really got to be forthcoming with how you talk. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I have a lot of experience with um, just my regular job. And then, of course, I have experience with um, being able to do like spin and PR um, from having a law degree. And so um, it actually has been really, really an easy role for me to step into. Um, and from what I hear from everybody, I, I'm doing a pretty good job. So I'm really excited about that. And um, it's a lot of nonstop stuff, but um, it's actually been pretty, pretty easygoing. So I'm always excited when I get to share stuff with the cast and, um, you know, Remy is always really impressed because he likes to be the creative one and uh, just kind of is like, I, you, you talk to everybody because if I'm telling everybody what I really want to happen, I might, they're going to say I'm rude because I'm super blunt and I just want to <laughs> want it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll pretty oh, everything <laughs> Yeah, I'll bring everything up so nobody's nobody's mad so <laughs> he needs a buffer he needs a buffer between him and everybody else <laughs> kind of like the good cop bad cop thing so that's where I step in and um I'm like what are you saying is this and then everyone's like oh okay that's awesome <laughs> so um I'm going to just ask you all on the spot what was your favorite scene or memory that you're allowed to share and does not give any spoilers because I don't want to get in trouble by Remy <laughs> he wants to go first <laughs> I mean my favorite memory about the entire experience has nothing to do with the actual movie itself but was being roommates with Elena oh. you know and oh. that adventure and taking her to Walmart for the first time <laughs> I mean and, and don't corrupt her with Walmart no. yes <laughs> And picking out foods with very little preservatives that, that she can eat and um, and watching her watch the Golden Girls. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just that was the, the funnest time because, you know, I'm, I'm a grown up and I'm married, so I don't really get to have like sleepovers now with my girlfriends, right? Yep. 
So it has nothing to do with the actual filming process, but having that experience with, with my sister here was, was amazing. As far as my favorite film experiencing, it was probably just being in the living room with the rest of the cast members and forming a friendship over those hours that we were um, getting makeup done and talking to people and sharing our life experiences and, and that stuff and watching them do their improv stuff, like rehearsing their improv before they go into film was amazing and inspiring. And I was in awe. I'm like, I wish I could do that. Because <laughs> uh, they had me rolling. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Logan. Logan had me rolling. <laughs> you know? So that was my favorite experience about the whole thing. It was so fun. And I have to just shout out Walmart again because that was an experience. Never mind. <laughs> so that was just an adventure for me. Just, just yeah. <laughs> so, Jamie, what was your favorite memory or scene? Okay, so the last weekend we filmed, we did a ton of fight scenes. And it was my first time being on set where it was like all fight scenes, basically. And it was so much fun. Um, but there was one scene in a shed and there was, gosh, so many people. We had zombies, we had me and then another guy, we were fighting the zombies and this poor guy, and I can't even remember his name right now. And I wish I, I should have looked it up, but I apologize because he's probably going to watch this and I feel bad, but (laughs) he, um, he was on top of somebody. He was a zombie and I was supposed to grab him off and throw him down. And then I'm supposed to do this kick and kick this other, another zombie. And I kept stepping on his head because he would fall and I, my foot would come down and I would step on his head and I felt so bad. And I kept telling him like, I'm so sorry. And then the last final time I don't know what happened, but I was really into it and I flew around and my whole body landed on top of him. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. And it's on film. So I really want to see this because it's going to be a really funny blooper because I was on top of him, like feet in the air, like this poor guy. I was like, I am so sorry. And they kept telling me, they're like, if you land on his head, act like it didn't happen. And I'm like, how do you act like something like that doesn't happen? They're like, just go with it. Just keep 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 acting and I'm like so for me that was probably the probably the funniest thing that's happened on set um and then I I do want to say something about Remy again because you know we're all here because of Remy right Mm -hmm. and that same day he was we had like two hours between scenes literally we're all just sitting around waiting for the sun to go down right and he's talking and he's telling stories and he is explaining things. And I was just watching him and I was just like, dude, you are so in your element right now. And it was so fun because he has, you know, put blood, sweat and tears into his craft and has tried so hard. And it is such a blessing to see that this is happening for him and that this is coming true for him. And people are invested in this and it's going to be, one of those movies that people watch forever and they show their kids, you know, and they show their kids and they show their kids and that's just what it's going to be. And it just, it really makes me smile and it makes me happy. So.
It's your oh. turn, Justin. We were asking what our favorite moments and scenes or whatever from the, the movie was. So it's all on you and we're all staring at you and all the pressure's on you. So. so. <laughs> oh God, I hate being on camera. <laughs> okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I actually do get stage fright. So um, obviously there's stuff we cannot talk about. So you're going to have to see the films. I'm sorry, but I got to go that route. One of my best memories, though, was I did a scene with Rachel Sh or Rochelle Shade. It was her first time acting on camera. So on day one on a Saturday, we do her big scene with me. And she absolutely killed it. Um, we got done with the scene. Remy made the comment of, I didn't know we were making a Disney film because we brought the tone down so much in sadness. We just killed it. And I was so proud of her for her first scene. So I want to give her props publicly. She did a great job. Awesome. That is so true, though. I can't think of a single Disney movie that I don't cry at. Like, I, I literally can't. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but um, Danielle, do you have a favorite scene or memory? Were you about? Well, um, of course, you know, uh, it's not a scene that I'm in yet, because I, as I said, I, I have not um, done my stuff yet since uh, we wanted to wait until it was a little bit safer to wrap the last scenes with the, the kids and so my scenes will be at that time um but um right now i would have to say uh i am yeah having seen a lot of the footage already um there's so many funny moments especially with the improv um and uh, although i am a little bit partial to uh one of the scenes that i did write uh for the film uh i wrote a scene with um a couple of our um, actors, uh, Steve Wallet and um, uh, Johnny and David from uh, Spicy Ramen Productions, because they help us out on a, a few things. And um, I don't think I'm giving anything away with this, but uh, they were uh, going to be um, dealing with uh, their farmers, and and they're and they're doing um, marijuana plants. So I wrote a whole scene for them. Um, <laughs> that has just tons and tons of jokes in it. And uh, of course uh, they were really, really excited to get it. And they were like, Ooh, I got a lot of lines cause I, I talked too much. And so apparently that was reflected when I wrote it out for, <laughs> and uh, so right that, that one right there, I, I have a little bit of, you know, a special place for since, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, actually something I kind of created too. Um, but um really in all honesty there's there's so many moments uh as i said before there's there's going to be something that everybody just really takes away and and says that's cool i want to watch it again awesome Can i add to that yes for sure <laughs> because danielle okay so remy he sends me my sides and I'm always worried because he'll send them like the day before. And I'm like, Remy, yes. I need time. I need to, this is an old brain and I need time mm -hmm. to memorize. He's like, it's fine. You know? And so he sends them to me and I have like three words <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you're right. I can memorize this. Right. Cause like you said, like he really wants, Summer said he really wants to us to improv a lot. Like he gives us the gist of it and then he's like, make it your own. And I like that because I can remember something that I made up, but it's really funny because those scenes that Danielle's talking about, 
when Steve and I, I picked up Steve from the airport and we went and picked up Remy and we went out and had dinner so we could all talk about the film. And he pulls up, he pulls up the scenes that, that Danielle wrote and it is like, like all of this, so much dialogue. And I look and I'm like, Remy, did you write this? He's like, what do you think? And I was like, there's no <laughs> way you wrote this. <laughs> he goes, no, I had no idea what to write or how to even like talk about this. So I gave it over to Danielle <laughs> and she just nailed it. And he was so excited about it. And he loved everything that you wrote. And I just remember it was so funny because it was so much, there was so much dialogue <laughs> and it was so different than what you know, what Remy normally writes. So I think it probably added like a good little twist. You know what I mean? Like a good little twist to the film. Oh, this is my first. Yeah, I, I definitely know they were excited to get their scenes because, you know, uh, a lot of actors are like, okay, let me see how many, how, how many lines do I actually get? And so for that one, um, they definitely were like, okay, we're happy. <laughs> for me, it was how many lines yes. do I have to memorize? Because like Jamie said, old brain here, need, <laughs> old brain need time. Just need just time. <laughs> and yeah, so day of, I didn't have any, any sides. And he's like, oh, you're just going to improv. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm slightly similar. I actually had dialogue, but again, like you could probably tell the difference. It was written by a guy as opposed to a girl because it was very. <laughs> mine was so like, oh, like agent talk or just, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. There's like really <laughs> long words that were like tongue twisters. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I can do this. <laughs> but like. I also remember having to help Elena a little bit with an American accent. Just oh, like with her vowels. You had to have an American accent? And uh, uh, there's no spoilers. For a second. No spoilers. Yes. <laughs> for a second. So, yes, but I was like, okay, um, so you're going to be Southern because that's easiest. So just drop your G's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I must have done a good job because we're <laughs> so we had a little on the in the moment coaching, <laughs> a voice coach, <laughs> accent coach. I must have done, and I'm not even very good at accents, but I had to get rid of my own southern accent for the, for the most part. So I mean, in life, so I was like, okay, <laughs> I had to remember to put my G's in, so just <laughs> drop them, <laughs> add them back in. <laughs> And, uh, yes, so uh, I might actually just tell my favorite memory since <laughs> it's like I feel so compelled to please <laughs> make everybody so happy. But uh, I actually got to act with the incredible Felissa Rose. And it wasn't even just like, obviously, I had so much fun acting with Summer because they were really special to me. And we actually had improv as well as like an actual kind of uh, prepared scene. It wasn't improv. <laughs> but um I actually got to act with Felissa Rose and I had, did have dialogue and she was, I just have to say like as a person, um, I've got to meet her a few times and I just know as a person, she's incredible. She's such a nice person, but to actually get to act with her was another thing altogether because she's so professional and she was so encouraging and she like took time with me because this was my first real role where I actually um, got to speak and got to kind of really you know, act off another person, like as opposed to, you know, being uh, all my other work really has been extra roles. And I, I 
probably had one line and another upcoming product of mine. But this has been the most, you know, uh, rewarding experience and I'm so grateful for it but the the memory I have um, besides that scene was another uh, moment with her that wasn't supposed to be in my scene the other actress that was supposed to play off her um, wasn't available um, so I had to improv with her um, like read the sides opposite her um, I wasn't going to be shown so I was just going to show her and she had, she had, I was her eye line basically. And um, I was reading those lines and I was getting more and more confident as we kept reading them. And I was, get, I was um, acting off her, but doing different responses and actually really getting into it. And I just remember her um, saying something back to me. And then she just looked up and she was like, what was that sass? It's like, ooh, it's like, I'm loving this scene. It's like, do that again. It's like, we were like really getting into it and it wasn't even my scene. So that, that's just a favorite memory for me because even though I wasn't actually acting with her, she was still just as encouraging um, in those moments just because she knows like I want to be an actor. So even then she was giving me pointers when it even wasn't my time. So that's my little memory. <laughs> You know, that makes me sad because I think those were my lines that you were saying. <laughs> because I was supposed to be there and she got delayed because of the, what was it? There was something going on in LA. There was some kind of, I don't know if it was the fires and she got delayed shooting. and she, it, it was, was the, the shooting. shooting. That's right. It was the shooting and she couldn't come when she was supposed to. And so she was at the hotel and she was worried about her kids. And she couldn't come to set. And I had my baby who was like six weeks old at the time. And I couldn't stay. And I was like, ah, because I was. And so I did my lines with Amy Gilbert, our, our script supervisor. I think she's also. She's, she's our AD. Yeah, she's so yeah. many things. But she actually said Felissa's lines to me as I said mine. <laughs> so I love that you got to experience that. And I will, I will live vicariously through you because I didn't get to experience that. <laughs> never say never. We'll all be in a movie to get, uh, together. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, I suppose I could phrase it like this, like, we all know that indie projects are like so important in this industry. And um, I just kind of wanted to ask in general, what does Crave bring that will make its mark? Like what makes this stand out like from any other upcoming indie project? What's well, let me start if I can. Um, I know with this one, every aspect of the movie is an homage to other horror films. Mm -hmm. From Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, all of them. Um, everybody's name comes from somewhere else in another movie. I play Wes Wilkinson. That's an homage to John Candy back in Little Shop of Horrors. His last name was Wilkinson. So everybody but my daughter in the film comes from somewhere else. So every scene means something to another film. Yes, I love that. My, my character, Agent Stewart, he, Remy knows that I like Star Trek. So... Patrick Stewart. <laughs> That's mm. where he got my name from. <laughs> and uh, mine is uh, Agent Craven because he knows I love Nightmare on Elm Street and Wes Craven's work. So that was an absolute honor. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope you're proud. <laughs> so it just shows you like where Remy's mind is. Like seriously, like he, it's down to the smallest detail. I mean, every scene is down to the smallest detail about what what 
he can pull from different things and have like an extra, there's just little tiny meanings to everything. Sure. Danielle, any thoughts? Um, as far as what it brings to the independent film industry, I would love to tell you, I think it's unity. Um, you know, one of the things that a lot of us that work in indie film struggle with is, um, you know, there's, there's competition with, with, you know, everybody involved because so many people work on different projects. And um, one of the things that I've always found really, really refreshing about Remy and the people that he brings into his projects is there's a lot of unity. Um, there's a lot of bringing everybody up. Um, you know, promoting your skills. And I really think that's an aspect that um, doesn't get um, featured enough. Uh, so much of it is competition and who's going to be better and who's going to make more money and who's going to get top billing. And I really think that everyone in this production works as a team and we all bring each other up, which... I really feel like that's a vibe that's going to come across to the audience and um, they're going to see what, what all of us do. Great. You guys I've had so much fun. Like, Oh, I wish you guys were actually here and we could actually hang out in person. <laughs> It'll happen. It will. Yeah. I, I can actually assure you he's already got like, I think up to part four crafting up here. So <laughs> It's I all up here. I, I would not sweat it, and and if I do my job, we'll all have lots of sequels. So yay! Well, shout out to Remy St. Paul, and thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this project, and uh, I know deep down it's going to impact the right people, and it's yeah. going to be a memorable movie for all. <laughs> Justin's scenes will be memorable. Yes, they will. <laughs> I'll never forget them. Ever. We have the Christmas cards. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> oh. it's mean so better. better. You mean better. <laughs> yes, You're it is so much better. You know what's seems great? better, but yeah. What, what was it? The, ho the homeowner's husband walked in during one of the scenes. Was that what happened? Uh, Gwen's husband, when she was getting the set set up for me, yeah. and then later on he calls her again on video, and he's, she's like, "I'm still here with him." <laughs> We're talking hours later. Awesome! So. Can't wait for everybody to see it. Yes. Hey, I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows, and I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world, but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans, because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars. However, none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons. 
but I do have a little suggestion for you. SignatureHorror.com Now, some may ask, what is that? Well, they obtain autographs for the fans from some of their favorite stars, from some of their favorite franchises, whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and many more. They have different options such as besides getting their autographs, you can do live Zoom calls with your favorite stars. You can do personalized videos for people, greetings of some sort. They just have many options. So if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions, check them out and see the options they have. SignatureHorror.com That's right, SignatureHorror.com Hi, this is Amanda Wish, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. (laughs) 